What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our socials link down below. Audio listeners, rate, review, download the podcast wherever you guys listen to it. Before we continue, we dropped a special video about the OKC Thunder. OKC fans, you guys will love this video. So make sure you guys watch it already. It's a hit so far. It's a lot of support. We got some subscribers out of it. We're five away also from 400. So check out the video and hit that subscribe button. Like, comment, and subscribe as well. Get us to 400 by the next pod. Exactly. Literally by the next pod. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Let's just get right into it otherwise. Super Bowl weekend. Our time has come for our predictions. Our second last NFL leading pod till free agency, I guess. And then the draft. Yeah. But we've been obviously delaying our Super Bowl because there's two weeks rest in between the championship games. And we're saving it for this pod. And the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are duking it in Las Vegas. Allegiant Stadium. So what team you want to start off with first? Which one do you want to? I don't uh, know. No, I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Okay, fine. Let's, let's, get a, uh, let's get a San Francisco. All right, San Francisco. Probably coming first, like, what, six weeks of the year. Clearly the number one team in the NFL. Until they weren't. Three-game losing streak. Brock Purdy looked hurt and was playing poorly. But then they got out of that, and then apart from one Ravens game, they looked dominant again. Uh, throughout the playoffs, it was quite opposite story. All their wins in the regular season were pretty dominant. All their wins in the playoffs were comeback, claw, themselves out of dig themselves dig themselves out of the hole they put themselves in and uh, they managed to beat the Packers and the Lions so they've shown they won in multiple ways this year yeah okay uh, no I thought you were continuing that's why my bad um yeah no that they have done that I think that's best for them but the problem is this may not work this game because this Chiefs defense is way better than the Packers defense and the Niners or uh, and the Lions defense um Offensively, though, by the way, during um, the press conferences, Prog Purdy did say that he'll take his skill position players, but instead of him, he's going to take Josh Allen. So he's keeping <laughs> it real. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, eyes are going to be on Brock Purdy because of the whole conversation. He's a passenger, not the guy. I say it's, he's in the middle. <laughs> like, I don't know how best you could describe that because, I, again, Patrick Mahomes had weapons in his first Super Bowl run or his first playoff run. No one's saying that, oh, he wasn't like that, blah, blah, blah. They're saying that because this guy isn't Mr. Irrelevant. That's mainly the reason. And they're giving Christian McCaffrey, Barrett, Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, all these guys all the credit. Whereas the difference between this guy and Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo is you literally won games where Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball three times, right? You, yeah, you led exactly. with You led with Tevin Coleman and whoever, I forget who the other guy was at the time. Yeah, Mostert as well then. Yeah, too. so they led with both of those guys. Brock Purdy in both games had to make, whether he played poorly or not as great as he was in the regular season in the first, you know, two and a half quarters or whatever, the last quarter, the last play is what mattered in this. And he showed that he's, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a bona fide top 10 QB. This year he may have been, but I'm just saying in general, I'm not going to say he's pencil him in top 10 no matter what, like how you do Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, and all these guys, uh, Lamar. But, he let he he did what Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do, and he was from behind. The defense did what they needed to do. He helped that defense out, made plays in that Lions game because he needed to do that starting early. In that Packers game, he led that last drive and he led them to wins. That's what ends up mattering, and he has to do that again this time probably. But the problem is against this Chiefs defense, you cannot do you cannot be behind by a lot. First of all, if you're going head to toe, head to toe, that's what he needs to do. Unfortunately, you're going against the best um, quarterback in the game right now, arguably the greatest talent ever. Talent, not player, talent, just to make that clear. Could be player. It could be player. I'm just saying as of right now, the greatest talent probably ever. Um, then you got you might have to go toe to toe with him. I, I think he can because he has those weapons. And that's going to be the key. Come down to it. Can he match Mahomes' production? Based on how the defenses go at it on each other. You know this notion of like any quarterback could win in this offense the is bullshit. so false. Bullshit. Any because the this Niners team has never won. Exactly. So the fact that Brock Purdy has done what he's done deserves his credit. He deserves the credit. I get injuries were a factor. Trey Lance. Yeah, exactly. He was third overall pick for a reason. I mean, then you had Garoppolo, you had Lance, you had 
the year that Garoppolo was injured, right? I think everyone was injured that year. So yeah, you could kind Nick of give him a pass. I don't even know who it was. It was like Nick Mullins or CJ Beathard. But yeah. yeah, this notion that like, it is, it is, is it a quarterback friendly offense? Yes. But I think every offense, why is it every offense, every offense should be run like that. Why is it quarterback friendly? Because you have Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's a smart QB. Yes, he had his flaws. Coach. Coach, coach, sorry. Uh, yeah, he had his flaws. He could have, he should have won the Super Bowl twice. Once with the Falcons, once with the um, Niners the first time when they made it against the Chiefs. But it is what it is. You go get yourself a great head coach. Look what Shane Steichen did with Garner Minshew. Now, it, Garner Minshew fit, fits that. Right now, that might be a bad example because people are going to be like, oh, look, he did that, right? The pro- the thing is, if you have a smart guy, Sean McVay, he's, I'm sure he had won some games without Matthew Stafford, without Jared Goff as well, right? What, what? Baker came in literally first day. He put a game plan for him, and Baker obviously balled out exactly, himself. Exactly, yes. So, it, it, the thing is this, bro. Like, as a general manager, you got to set it up like that, right? Exactly. Like, you got to set it up. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Mahomes is great. Would he be the same player without with Andy Reid or without Andy Reid? There's a, there's gonna be a difference yeah. for sure, but yeah. So that's one thing. Uh, for this game offensively, how they're gonna attack this Chiefs team, is gotta be through a Christian McCaffrey run game, run game I'm focus. Calling it right now, run game. And uh, I'm just looking at, I'm just trying to like replicate what the Bills did basically, right? Like James Cook was cooking, and then Josh Allen did his things. Um, Josh Allen, yes, did he miss? He made one less play than Patrick Mahomes. It's clear. Because he had uh, I forgot who was in the end zone, but they ha- he has he had him in the end zone, uh, the one he missed right right before Tyler Bass uh, missed the field goal. But who cares about that? Shakir. We're talking, about, yeah, Shakir. Who, uh, but this Niners offense, if they could replicate that, right, bro? Like Allen, what he did that game was you know take his throws. He didn't force anything. Yes, he probably got lucky on one throw. He probably could have been intercepted. But other than that, Allen played like a proper Allen played a proper game. Even though his numbers may not look like it, Allen played a really good game. Um, taking his shots when he needed to, unfortunately, his receivers dropped it, and he took the checkdowns when he needed to. That's how James Cook, you know, did well. That's how Latavius Murray did well out of the backfield, and then also obviously you had Knox and Kincaid as well as your tight ends. Spags is a big game DC. We've seen that. He's proven that. He's proven that with less, with less in the past. Now he has a better defense. Um. The thing here is their Chiefs run defense hasn't been the greatest, and you it's literally proved it by saying the Bills game. Yeah, it, it it's not like it hasn't been the greatest, but it's their weakest point. If you, like this defense has been so good in general, right? Like they stuffed. You can't say this run defense hasn't been the greatest because they absolutely stuffed. Oh yeah, no, Ravens. I'm saying, but it's it's yeah, no, so I'm saying point if, on the defense. Yeah, so if you're gonna knock one thing, it will be the run defense. But if you're gonna knock something, it's their defense defending against the. The backfield, like I mean, okay, That's McCaffrey. No, defending the screen pass. No, the screen. Uh, yo, that comes into that. Defending the pass to the backfield. So the running backs. Okay. Aka McCaffrey is gonna and be that guy. You have and then James. And guess James what? Cook is that guy too. And no, that's why he did really guess well. Guess what? You have Carl Juszczyk doing sideline catches. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? As well, right? Like, <laughs> like McCaffrey fits the perfect. McCaffrey is the perfect player to you know destroy this. Chiefs defense and the Niners have him like James Cook did really well and he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield and obviously we have the best in McCaffrey so obviously this has to be a McCaffrey centric game get him the ball no matter how you want to get him the ball and obviously when it comes down to it just like Buffalo with Josh Allen Brock Purdy's gonna have to make some throws where Allen did make some and missed them Purdy's gotta be ready for those moments and if if he excels in those moments then yes, Purdy is that. And Purdy's dude. done that. Ayuk made plays uh, for him, right? Kittle made plays. McCaffrey's made plays, so that's good for him. Defensively, but, though, uh, let's talk about that. Again, it's Patrick Mahomes, and we've, he's a different beast in the playoffs. Obviously, take away Travis Kelsey, you have a great shot. Travis Kelsey, has, you have to make Travis Kelsey make plays. Good news for them is you got MVS making clutch catchers when he needed to. And well, let's focus on the Niners defense, yeah. Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, my bad. We're still on the Niners. So I'm, I'm, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah. when MVS, he's making – right now in this playoffs, he was dropping clutch plays in the past. He's making them in the playoffs. And obviously, Rashi Rice is emerging as a number one at the moment. Again, I'm not. we have to still see more for me to consider him wide receiver one of the future. Well, for this year, he has been. But for this year, he has been, right? And we don't even know if Tony's playing or not. I doubt it. <laughs> but um, the thing is – just take away Travis Kelsey and force others to win and just try to get pressure on Mahomes. Yeah, no, because like, Joe Thune's going to be injured. 
right? And yeah. you better not have Chase Young taking plays off on the defensive side. There were, there were talks that they might even bench him for this game because there was that one play against the Lions where you would just let Jameer Gibbs walk in. The thing is this, right? Like, Chiefs definitely, yes, they don't have the weapons, but the, what they don't have in weapons, they make up for the offensive line. And yeah. obviously, four years ago when they beat the Niners, it was vice versa, right? They had the weapons, obviously Tyreek Hill being the biggest one, and they didn't have the O-line as much. Can Bosa and Young get pressure? Eric Armstead as well. You know, can these guys, can these guys get pressure on Mahomes? Right, trying to make him as uncomfortable as possible. You do have the pieces. Like at the end of the day, we know Young is a good player. It's a matter of he believes he's a good player because that's why he doesn't look like he's believing. Yeah, that's for sure. And you, like, you have the perfect linebacker in my opinion to chase down Patrick. One hundred percent. Right, like Fred Warner. There's no one better in the game as a linebacker. But you're going against Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. That's so the difference. it's the biggest test. But if there's anyone that could stop Patrick Mahomes, you know, for those like or limit those uh scrambles for like 10 15 yards and keep them to like you know five or six fred warner can do that yeah but patrick mahomes beat two of the better not i'm not saying they're better than him but you got two in one team patrick queen and obviously rokon smith who's probably the second best in the game right now obviously fred warner is the best in the game so let's see what he does he's he is probably distance himself as one the guy the best guy oh yeah that's clear like how mahomes has solidified himself the best and there's everyone else so let's see if, if that's the case here. Um, I'm excited to see that matchup for sure defensively, but let's switch over to the Chiefs now. And uh, offensively, I, I, to start there, I already mentioned that like ha- Travis Kelsey needs to have himself a Travis Kelsey game that he did last week. He, he can't be you know, what he was in the regular season. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, there's yeah, okay. And always you, you have to have uh, Isaiah Pacheco it's, in the back. It's, it's, it's very obvious, right? It's, it's Pacheco and Kelsey. Yeah. It's Pacheco and Kelsey. 100%. And obviously, and just one other guy, whether it be Rice or Scantling, or it could just be a mix of both, depending. Because we already know if Kelsey's not on his game, they're not winning. Yeah. And if Kelsey's not on his game, it's going to affect Mahomes a little bit, right? Because we've seen that this regular season. Mahomes wasn't on his game. Yeah. It's because Kelsey wasn't on his game either. So Pacheco and Kelsey clearly are their two best wa- weapons in this thing. And obviously, you throw in Rice as a third. Those three need to play well. If they don't play well, this offense is not doing anything. And this Niners defense, it it hasn't been like, you know, as dominant as we thought it would be. So it's very, it's definitely very, like, 100%. I would argue the Chiefs, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs defense performed better than the Niners defense this year as a whole. And I think that's obvious. Like, I don't even think, I'm saying that as a fact. Yeah. Um. It just depends on the moment. I think this game will be evenly matched. That's just me. Obviously, Wilkes isn't as good as D'Amico and Robert Salah were in the past. He hasn't, like, to your point, obviously, you, I would take Spags in that matchup for sure if it's a DC-DC matchup there. Yeah, the Chiefs' offense is literally, it's going to come Can Travis Kelsey make those plays because if he didn't make those plays, I'm, I was confident that Lamar and he would have been he would have been in the Super Bowl, right, if Travis Kelsey didn't make those big plays in the first half. The thing with the Chiefs' offense, though, in that Ravens game was, it was just a first quarter and a half thing. Second half, they were a little quiet. Until the last play, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Same thing in the um the Buffalo game. They no, they were fine. No, Buffalo. I'm sorry, I'm mixing up. Yeah, games. not the Buffalo. Baltimore game. Baltimore game. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Like, Travis Kelsey made all those catches, essentially majority of them in the first half, right? Mainly the first quarter, and then obviously, like you said, the Ravens defense then came around and limited. Like, they only had 17 points, right? And only, and did they have any in the second half even? No, I think they had one field goal maybe. Maybe, right? Like, outside of that, then... Like, no, I think it might have been 17-7 and a half. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure it I'm was. I'm not sure, I don't remember. But at the end of the day, when you holding... Like, the Ravens' defense proven that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can be held to less than 20 points. And that's what the Niners' defense focus should be. And it can be done. They can cook you for a quarter. But yeah. they haven't cooked for all four quarters, other than the Buffalo game. Yeah, so... That's where... You can, again, when, when I said the Niners, um, you can't keep playing from behind against the Chiefs. The Chiefs can't get comfortable, and uh, they have to play full four quarters against this Niners offense as well. Yeah, if, uh, sorry, total. this Niners team in general, not just yeah, the offense. just general. But if you flip over to Chiefs defense, clearly the best unit of this team. Yeah, obviously this year, Spags has been incredible. Chris Jones, they learned that like after week one, they needed Chris Jones, so they got that thing done. 
as well. But the main, the main, the main men, right? Obviously, apart from Chris Jones, are the cornerbacks Snead and McDuffie, right? Th- those guys have been absolutely killer. Justin Reed in the back too. Uh, Justin Reed in the back. Whoever their secondary is, wh- whoever is subbing in, whoever is subbing out, wh- whatever it is, they're very sticky. Yeah. Right. So this is why it has to be a McCaffrey focused offense because it's going to be a tough time for Samuel and uh, Ayuk to get open, even Kittle as well. Was there a linebacker back? Who was Willie Gay? Was it? Who was injured? Willie Gay was injured. Yeah, the, I'm not. I'll, I'll look at his. I'm not sure if he's healthy. I know for sure Thuni's. Oh, Thuni's out. Thuni's most likely but out. But they have a sick linebacker in them already in Nick Bolton, who's yeah, also sure. one of the best as well. So we're gonna have like we're gonna have some best on best matchup for sure, and uh, obviously the Super Bowl it has to be best on best. But yeah, defensively their focus is how the hell to stop McCaffrey. I didn't know the Niners had a Cleveland Farrell. <laughs> I don't think anyone knew. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, continue. Is that the clear focus of this Chiefs descent should be how to stop McCaffrey because he is the one weapon that could destroy him. And if McCaffrey keeps going, if McCaffrey gets going and is on fire, it will open up Samuel and uh, Ayuk as well. And it will also open up uh, Purdy's game as well. So this defense okay. has to focus on McCaffrey. They're for not sure. on the injured report based on score. So, yeah. So defense, uh, incredible. He, still, here's the other thing. But I, it can be beat. I trust the special teams of the Chiefs more than the Niners because the Niners kicker had missed key kicks as well, right? So if it comes down to that matchup, you might have to favor the Chiefs that way as well. Yeah, um, we already know it's a simple, simple. It's gonna be, it should be a fun game. I don't anticipate this being like. I anticipate this kind of being like the Ravens game, honestly. The like, Ravens game. Like that was a uh, seventeen. That wasn't 13. a fun game. <laughs> no, I mean score line. It was 17-7. No. Or no, 17-10. Yeah. 17-10. So I, I anticipate this yeah. being like a, um, yeah, a fun was, game. That was a pretty shit game, not gonna lie. <laughs> but no, I'm saying like the score line something similar like that. Like I feel like both, all phases will make some type of plays, right? Mainly the offense and defense, obviously, more than the special teams. Um, I will say slightly higher. Is it prediction time now? Yes. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I mean, you go first. Okay. You're, you're, you're already on to something. As much <laughs> as, here's the thing, right? If it wasn't for that Ravens game, I would have easily said Niners. I just still might consider easily Niners. As much as I want McCaffrey and I want Purdy to prove people wrong, I want Shanahan to win and get his legacy, not to be blowing a 28-3 lead as an offensive coordinator of the Falcons. And on top, and that loss against the uh, Chiefs the first time in 2020? Nine, t- 20, yeah. 2020. Yeah. Um, I think they have all the people to do it, but the way the Chiefs have been rolling the last three games, compared to the, like the starts especially, I'm gonna lean towards that. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Mahomes will get his third Super Bowl. He will be a Hall of Famer if he retires tomorrow on the trajectory. I mean, to be. He already was. <laughs> yeah, I'm now cementing it. Um, officially on his way to GOAT status, probably, if he keeps rolling like this. On track, yes. Yes. Um, so I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs with a score of 24 to 20. Okay. Um, it, it's a tough one. I I still have a lot of trouble picking one. But at the end of the day, all season, all season long, they have been the best team in football or they have been the second best team in football. That has been the San Francisco 49ers. Defense is still incredible. Offense, too many weapons to stop, I think. And uh, yeah, and Brock Purdy has proven that he can win some games. When it, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to quarterback play, Brock Purdy has proven that he can get the job done. Chiefs side, they're incredible. They have Mahomes. It's like Brady. Like, are you really going to pick against Brady? Exactly. Are you going to really pick against Mahomes? And I've been picking against Mahomes, you know, the last two games. And I haven't learned my lesson because I'm still picking against Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going with a 27-24 victory and uh, a game-winning field goal. So you're going to rely on the kicker. <laughs> I'm going to rely on the kicker. <laughs> Yeah, so those are our predictions. I'm going to predict that Brock Purdy gets him into field goal range at a 24-24 game. And then the kicker, Jake Moody, I believe, will make the kick. So those are our predictions. We're dropping the poll Friday morning to see what you guys think. So you guys have about, you know, over 48 hours to vote on that. Um, 
yeah so comment down below what you guys think are you gonna ride the chiefs wagon again or are you gonna finally say it's time for them to lose yeah so that's all pretty much it i really hope if taylor swift does show up the commentators and like all these fans don't make it about her like she just she happens to be that big celebrity like did you hear what what's his name said forgot who it was david carr Oh, Mahomes or Kelsey's lucky she's out of town right now. Otherwise, he she would have easily taken the wrong. She usually would have went to the other tight end and taken him. Keep in mind, George Kittle's married. Okay. <laughs> See, that's the shit that that's the shit that. Okay, yeah. Me. The thing is this. All right, we're gonna keep this short, very short. Yeah, yeah, Browns yeah. ended off with one sentence. Yeah. She's just there to watch football. She's not doing anything wrong. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Offensive coordinator news. We'll start off with Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, this man rejected the Raiders, and honestly, I don't blame him. But he has joined the Commanders, right? Yeah. Okay. He has joined the Washington Commanders, which, at the end of the day, is not much of an upgrade over the Raiders. He <laughs> said that it was Magic Johnson was a big deal for that. There's there's actually ties to this. We gotta talk about it a little bit. He's replacing Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is no longer gonna be on the staff whatsoever. That's number one. Eric Bieniemy reportedly gave a pep talk to the Chiefs before the Ravens game. So maybe that was a factor of them winning. Is that is that a hint that Bianami will be back? Uh, EB, very quickly about him. A weird season for him because he did help Sam Howell, but the problem is he didn't obviously couldn't get Terry McLaurin going, which is your number one option. Maybe that was a huge factor of why um, he was let go, right? So Kingsbury now coming in. Let's see what happens with EB. This ruins his head coaching chance for next year, but you know he probably should have not left the Chiefs in the first place. But talking about Kingsbury, he's a great offensive mind, right? He was not a great head coach at Texas Tech. Obviously, he had a five, like a sub five hundred record even. And uh, and the, with the Arizona Cardinals, except for that one year where he until Kyler Murray got hurt, he was doing well. But again, his issue with the Cardinals was he would always start hot, except this last year, and then go down cold immediately, right? Yeah. So the thing with Kingsbury is it's a tale of two seasons for him. Uh, Kingsbury has an offensive mind. At the end of the day, he worked with Patrick Mahomes, and look where he is. He worked... Kyler Murray is still a stud at quarterback. Yeah. So, he can do work. He definitely can do work. And obviously, I'm assuming they're going... uh, Drafting a quarterback. So, that's where I'm going to go into So, it kind of makes sense as well. So, this is where the... Not conspiracy, but this is where some speculation comes in. Washington has a second overall pick, so they're in line for Drake May at the moment, right? Uh, If people assume that he's the guy. He was the offensive coordinator for USC last year. Who was USC's quarterback? Caleb Williams. Where is he projected to go? Number one. Caleb Williams or his camp have been saying he does not want to be a bear. He does not want to be a bear. I don't know why he wants to be a commander in the first place. But he does not want to be a bear. First of all, Caleb Williams, shut up. Be grateful that you're about to get drafted. Exactly. <laughs> right? You're, you're labeled as the best guy I get the logic of you rather be undrafted because you get to go wherever you want to go. But getting drafted, like you said it before in the past, is an honor. Right? People want you for a reason, right? And you could be also be labeled a hero for that franchise as well. You're labeled a guy. You're, you're and, hist- and the Bears who've never had a QB before, right, finally have um, might have the answer. But that's, that's a different story. We'll talk about that maybe near the draft if more news come out. But the reason why this is big is because the speculation is Maybe the Washington Commanders trade up, or he might force his way to Washington, which is what I was saying. Caleb Williams, shut up, go where you get drafted to. Because hey. you have no leverage, anyways. Uh, honestly, he unless might. you actually don't sign a contract, that I don't know. He, about he has leverage. Be. He doesn't have the contract. No, but any every report says he has no leverage. But yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, so that's that's something to keep an eye on as well. You have to see if it's a coincidence, you know, that they already know that the Bears might, you know, already trading away, or the Bears are just drafting Marvin Harrison. I just throw us all for a loop as well. Yeah. But other offensive news. So, it's a weird way. I think it was, not Rappaport, Palacero reported this. So, the Chargers got their OC as well. Now, I don't think he's the play caller. He might be. I don't know. Greg Roman is shipping, jumping ship from brother to brother, like many of the, <laughs> like many of the Chargers staff. Um, he's getting, Greg Roman is now joining Jim Harbaugh. The way they worded it was, a great offensive corner, a great offensive mind. And all the comments said was, no, <laughs> that's wrong. Because every Ravens fan was annoyed with him, right? The way they were running offense. And we were watching 
how he, he Bro, was running the offense. L- look at Lamar. Look, look at the difference. A lot of QB runs. L- look at the difference. You had Greg Roman and you had Todd Munkin. Outside of the Chiefs look, game. Look, look at the difference. Just simple as that. Outside look at the, the years Chiefs they game. had. Yeah, outside of the Chiefs game. Just look at the difference. Right? You, we don't even have to show you. Like, we don't have to tell you. You already yeah. know. So, like, I'm not I'm not happy for Herbert in that case. We'll see how long this lasts. But at the uh, end of the day... Again, I, c- I could be wrong. The thing is this, right? Roman was leading the offense. Roman's not leading the offense. It's Harbaugh. We don't know that, though. How Are you, are you sure about that? Well, Jim Harbaugh's more of an offensive guy, right? I haven't seen John Harbaugh either. John John Harbaugh? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Jim Harbaugh wants to lead, bro. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh has some un, unfinished yeah. business. So, we'll see. I think it's got to be done Jim Harbaugh's yeah, way at but the end of the day. If, if he is ending being the play caller or whatever, the leading the offense, yeah, I'm not a fan of not Oh, yeah, 100%. Fan. Yeah. So, let's see how long that lasts because I don't think it's a good fit. Uh, because of the past of Greg Roman, but let's see what happens. Before we move on, let me just double check if we have any NFL news that we need to talk about. I don't think there's any. Uh, all head coaching f- was failed. We got that done. One news though: Nick Saban is joining ESPN College Game Day. He's added more stacked, more stacked crew now. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, the best is Pat McAfee there, just making everyone laugh. Okay, let's move on to the NBA. We forgot to talk about a couple of things last time, so we'll lead also, off. Also, just one thing. Yeah. Whitecaps are winning. Okay. Okay, <laughs> fine. Now we, sh- we mentioned it, we should talk about it. Whitecaps are winning. The <laughs> reason why we care about the Whitecaps right now is obviously Jeevan is signed to the Whitecaps 2 team professionally. But most importantly, this Champions game, Champions Cup game now, it's no longer called Champions League. He Jeevan Badwell, along with John Herdman's son, I think it's Jay Herdman. Jay Herdman, yeah. Have been called up from the Whitecaps 2 team to be on the squad. So we're also very focused on this Whitecaps game exactly. as well. Exactly. So we might be, you know, eventually having either on the background or we might have to take a pause in the pod, but we'll see how that goes. But right but now, yeah. once again, congratulations, Jeevan. We say this like I think every time. Hey man, he's just uh, you are now on the first team as a call-up. So let's see how it goes. He's just doing things. He's breaking barriers. Breaking records. If it wasn't BC Place, we would probably would have been sitting there right now. Oh yeah, 100%. that's for sure. Yeah, but it happened to be in the island. That was the only. Yeah, issue. That, that, that. But sucks. let's move. Let's move on to the NBA. Uh, we'll keep updates on if Jeevan comes on while we're recording. But yeah, no. But the surprise part is they're winning. That's why I wanted to bring yeah, it up. Yeah, true. They're, they're Tigers is a big. Tigers is, is good team. Sick. <laughs> Fun fact: Did you know? I know I told you off camera, but for the camera's sake, I walked across. I don't think it's the players when I was walking to work, but a bunch of people. Like it seemed like there were staff or something wearing Tigris jackets like stadium full-on jackets yeah so i'm a, i want to assume they're on the staff at the minimum at the staff yeah which so is crazy and ironically they were by chipotle <laughs> but well, of course they're by chipotle um but yeah no you're did right. you see the fairy picture i don't know if i sent it to you i didn't, I didn't see a fairy so picture. the fairies they were i don't know if it was supporters or whatever pretty much from the outside where you stand on the pier of uh of bc fairies it was filled with like flags of tigris and yeah, stuff they're, like they're, that. Yeah, they're proper fans yeah right they, they, they know they know how to do it they know how to do it yeah but anyways let's let's move on there's no other soccer news in general to talk about right yeah i don't, I don't think so no so uh nba let's talk about a couple of things we forgot to talk about last time let's start off with the all-stars have been officially been announced we did our nba trade deadline preview last episode so make sure you guys check that out we'll we will do our trade reaction trade Post trade deadline reaction, assuming if, there will be some if, trades. If made, any trades happen, uh, which I anticipate because it is the NBA um, on Friday, it'll be dropped on Friday. So make, make sure you guys stay tuned for that, and we'll talk about the two trades that have happened already. But going back to the All Stars, uh, it's on February 18th, long week. Uh, not yeah, it is a long weekend actually. Yeah, uh, at least in Canada. Um, but it's on that weekend. Uh, the reserves have been announced. So I'll I'll tell you the announce. Uh, I'll announce who the reserves are. The reserves were voted in by the coaching coaches around the league, right? So the starters, it was 50% based on fan voting. The rest, 25-25% voting was on media and the um, and the players, which we'll talk about, about the voting problems in a second. But Eastern Conference, no surprises for me. Don't, uh, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Dog. Julius Randle, Dog. Jaylen, Jalen Brown, Dogs. Bam Adebayo, Paolo Banquero. Dogs. Uh, the only surprise we mentioned last time was one of those two guards should have been a starter. That's about it. The coaches could have ruined it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, 100%. they didn't. That's what matters at the end but of yeah, the day. But we also have two replacements in the East as well. 
You want to get to it now? Yeah, my Okay, so due to Joel Embiid's injury, which we're going to talk about, and Julius Randle's injury, the people who considered snubs were Trey Young and Scotty Barnes. Both are dogs. <laughs> Both are now in the All-Star game and well-deserved. And this was selected by Commissioner Adam Silver. So, you know, I was thinking maybe Porzingis gets in somehow just because they're the, they're that, they've been that good, right? Maybe someone else gets in. But I think Commissioner, obviously, maybe it was a little biased of getting more teams involved because there's no Hawks representative and no Raptors representative. Both teams, obviously, were ass. Makes sense a little bit. But so those two are in, well-deserved. And this is, okay, let's... This is the gripe I have with the voting and the and the fan side of things. I'm like, oh, this guy's snub, this guy's snub. I'm going to ask you this. As much as you're biased towards Scotty Barnes, who would you have taken off this list for Scotty Barnes or Trey Young that are like easy take them off the list? It's not easy. I'll tell you that much. Do they have Do they have a shout? Yes. Are they snubs? Yes. Is it easy? But are they big snubs? Well, someone's going to yeah. get left out out of like this. Yeah, someone's going to be left out. They're snubs. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Because a big snub is if you get robbed. I don't even call that big snub. I, they're just snubs. It's a robbery. Because even like when Bradley Beal missed it that one year, that's go, a robbery. But again, people look at it as like, who do you take out? But then again, that stats wise, he was he should have been in there. Yeah, it's, no, like he that was a robbery. Yeah, these are these are just snubs. They're snubs. Yeah, and at the end of the day, people they're, are gonna, they're gonna be snubs. Yeah, right. So there's I have no issue with that. The issue I have is just like how the vo- like the voting is. Like if you have an issue, go talk to the coaches in this case for the reserves at least, right? The issue with the star, the other one is like the players voting before I get to the Western All Stars year. The player voting is annoying. People want to criticize the fans, right? And they got fifty percent of the vote, and it's fair. They're going to be biased to their player, but they're fans. They're obviously going to be biased to their team and to their players, right? That's how Damian Lillard got in because he was second amongst fan voting, but then Brunson and Dumb were second amongst like the media and um, coach uh, player voting, right? The players voted. For Lonzo Ball, who has not played in a year and a half. They have voted for Steven Adams, who has not played yet. So, so the players also are at fault, and they should be at bigger fault because you're wasting your vote on injured players. I'm a Kobe fan. When the those years that Kobe was injured, he had no business being an all-star because he hasn't played, right? Yeah. As much as he gets it because of his reputation, that's a different story. But all-star is based on the current year. You're throwing away your vote. That could have been Scotty Barnes and or Trey Young as well. Yeah, so at the end of the day, does it really matter? Yes, just because, you know, contract incentives. Yeah. But we all know, like, the more important things are the actual NBA awards and yeah. the all-NBA teams. But, yeah, it does suck to see. That's the thing. And then, and the, so th- that side is based on bias. It's all three parties yeah. involved are biased it is, the coaches it they value in, winning more yeah it's so just, that's why you're not going to see Scotty Warren yeah, yeah, exactly. in the first but place but the thing is this right like that's just like, all story is just like how to get everyone involved at the end of the day they're just trying to get everyone involved yeah fans, players, coaches everyone so like so yeah. that's how it is like, I would have had an issue like at the end of the day you're not going to see a freaking fan voting freaking Lonzo Ball to go on all defensive first team yeah, exactly. Those so, are on the media writers. Yeah, exactly. The so writers, all stars, the NBA's way of getting everyone yeah. involved. So, but yeah, at, at the, the end same of the day, time, is it, is everything it, could be true. Is it right? Maybe. Because at the end of the day, it's for, it's for it, the fans. It, it's for the it's fans. for the fans, right? And uh, all stars, it's just it's not like it's gonna be a serious game. It's just it's supposed to be entertaining. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like WWE. It's yeah. not actual wrestling. Right, they wrestle. Don't get me wrong. They wrestle. It's real. They do but all the moves. It's not Olympic wrestling. But there's a storyline to it. Yeah. Right. There's a there's a script aspect to it of like how to make this as entertaining for the fans so we could get them to react. AKA screw the rock, right? Screw the <laughs> rock. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, like everything could be true. Like the voting could be flawed. Like if Brunson, Mitchell, or Maxi had missed out completely because of the fans and stuff, hundred percent there. The coaches obviously valued winning. They were in because of it. So. Yeah, there's that. Commissioner has his own way of getting people in to get more fan bases involved, like you said, which makes sense of why these got in. But they also got in because they deserved it. Um, yeah, but at the end of the day, from the fans' perspective, you know, I know you were probably like, Scotty should have been in. But, like, again, when you look at it, who do you take out? Exactly, right? yeah. People are going to get snubbed. It is what it is. Play harder next time. And guess what? You still play hard because now who got in the All-Star game? Yeah, not every year you might have injuries, but most of the years you get injuries. You do, you do. all the time. But yeah, let's move on to the West. So the Western Conference, I do have a slight issue with this one. Um, 
Steph Curry in, no problem. Yeah. Anthony Edwards in, no problem. Yeah. Devin Booker in. Yeah. Paul George in, Kawhi Leonard in, Carl Anthony Towns in, and Anthony Davis in. Again, it's tough to take one of these guys out, but I would have loved to see a Kings player in, whether it be Darren Fox, whether it had been Sabonis, Sabonis because they deserved an All-Star with, they, with how they've been played this year. So yeah. I feel like that's definitely, I, I can't say highway robbery. I could see a slight robbery there. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I personally would have gave it to Sabonis. I don't know. I I would have given it to Fox. Um, they both have been incredible. Reason why is I just believe that Sabonis is so underrated. Yeah. Right. Like watching Sabonis play is like, is incredible. Like he could legit do it all, and uh, as a big man. Yeah, Fox is incredible too. Definitely deserve a Kings player deserve to be in. That yeah. is for sure. Um, like I said, I have no like. Who would you have taken out? Personally, one of the Clippers guys. But then I can't either. The you can't. Time. You can't take out one of the Clippers. Because how recent? Devin Booker, maybe? I can't, I can't take out Devin Booker either. But uh, KD's in. So that's why. That's the only reason why. Uh, AD, obviously I'm slightly biased there. Only one I could think of, and he's been incredible too, is Towns. Yeah. And, yeah, so, is it, like, is it a robbery? Go- is like it a Steph Curry and Anthony Edwards are the two guards that were locks for me, right? Because you, yeah. you only get two reserve guard positions. Yeah. So, which means Devin Booker in this case was a wild card, and I'm assuming Paul George is a wild card. Yeah, they're both case. wild cards. Because yeah. I think AD deserved it. Uh, I think Kawhi deserved it. Um, now you could argue between Paul George and Carl Anthony Towns. So either way, one of them could have gotten in as a, a wild card oh, yeah, decision. Yeah, sure. So it, it's probably George or Towns. I would have taken Booker off and put Fox in. That's just me. Yeah, it's tough to take off That's Booker as well. It's but I just think, yeah, again, again there's people gonna are going to get snubs. There's going to be snubs. But I do, in this case, I do, I'll I'll, I'll agree with the Kings fan if they say that we, at least one of us should have been in. Yeah, that's that, fair. In that sense, that's fair to say. That's fair. Um, But yeah, so those are the All-Stars. It's going to, we'll give our, um, oh, there's a Sabrina Ionescu versus Stephen Curry aspect in the three-point contest. The three-pointer, we'll do our predictions next time. I don't think I have the th- thing saved, but the dunk contest is set, the three-point contest is set, and the skills contest yeah, yeah. is set. We still have time for that. So we have time for that. I thought it was this weekend. Um, uh, also, it is the midway point based on the All-Star, so expect an NBA tier list coming out soon. After the Super Bowl, expect an NFL tier list come out coming out soon. Yeah, but let's move on to... We already, mentioned, we already mentioned Embiid, so let's start off with that. Okay, let's go with Embiid. Uh, so Joel Embiid is injured. And he could be out for... He's had surgery. He's gone He's surgery. had surgery. He's reevaluated in a month and yeah. could be out for, obviously, we don't know how long now. Yeah. And uh, there's a... It's a big injury just because Joel Embiid, at this moment in time, was your MVP of this year. And, uh, yeah, it sucks to see Embiid get injured again. Uh, yeah, we've ha- we had the debate before about this, the whole new rule about the 65 Yeah, game. and honestly, at the end of the day, a tournament is, is like a pretty... It's pretty serious, right? Like, it's not like no... Like, he needs a surgery at the end. He needs yeah. a surgery. So, it's pretty serious. So, even if the rule is happening or not, and it didn't matter, it wouldn't have mattered, right? This injury wasn't taken off with, with or without the rule. He wouldn't have been... He was not going to be the MVP. So... So, here's the issue now with Embiid. He's probably... I mean, arguably could be done for the year. At least regular season, maybe. Because here's, here's what I'm going to say. They're currently fifth in the standings now, already missing Embiid. They've just lost to the Warriors. They're 30 and 20. They're two games clear on the Pacers, three games clear of the play on spot, which is the Heat. Um, and then Orlando right behind them with four games difference, seven games on the Bulls, and then uh, almost 10 games on the Hawks. Okay, yeah, okay. Right? No, no, I'm, I have to. Well, I'm, ru- I'm just going to stay, stay right now. I'm ruling out the 9 and 10 seed or anything lower than that because I don't think so they're dropping that low. It's tough, man, because they have not been good without Embiid. They haven't. Yeah, Tyrese that's true. Maxey's going to be the guy, and you have no help around him consistently. Like, Tobias Harris needs to play like he was on the Clippers again. Oh, yeah, for that sure. That led to the straight, right? The thing is this. The East is so, like, it's such a fall-off, right? Right, Legit right after like, that. Like, here, here's I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't see him, I don't see him falling out of a playing spot. This that's is all a I'm re-evaluation of a, in a month. And who knows, because the Mavericks fell off a cliff from fifth place, which you got to remember that as well. Yeah, no, but the Mavericks... Um, they, they, they just sh- lost to the Warriors. They just lost to the Mavericks recently, right? Hawks, Wizards, Cavs, Heat, Knicks, Cavs, Bucks, Celtics, Hornets, Mavericks, bro, that's and, and the Nets. Let's just say that that's that's a month. How many games is that? That's a month's time, right? That's reevaluation. That's fifty fifty. Uh, there should be at least five hundred in that record. I would say. 
I could even argue less, depending on like, again. This team well, is like without Embiid. You got Wizards. You got like freaking. Again, this team the is Nets without Embiid, though. That's the difference. I yeah, know. Now a the difference. good news is you have but a good the thing coach. Is they, they you have a good coach. They lost a good. And they, you have another All Star. The thing is, they lost to good teams, right? They, at the end of the day, yeah, Warriors are struggling. Okay. But on paper, they're but a good when team. He comes they back, lost to the Mavericks. They're a good but team. But when he, if he does come back, which I maybe think he shouldn't, right? At that point, you might be in a playing spot. I still don't think you're one of the top teams, depending on what you do with the deadline. Because after that, if he even comes back, he's not going to be 100%. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Because it's a torn meniscus at the end of the day. And it's in B's health. In it's general. in B's health. I, I, okay. I believe he could... So I believe if it was anyone else that didn't wasn't injured could come back 100%. This but I don't believe in Embiid coming back 100%. After that, they have two games with the Knicks. They have Bucks. They got Suns. They got Heat. They got Lakers. They got Clippers. They got Kings. They got Clippers. Well, you just said their whole roster. The they got thing Cavs. And they got the Thunder. They got the Heat again. Oh, yeah. And the rest is... Relatively they have a tough easy. schedule. So that's, that's I just think say. he needs to settle for the year. That's just me. I don't think you're gonna win a chip this year w- with him. You were. I don't think you were gonna w- win with him 100%, let alone 70%. Right? I don't think you have the depth in that roster to c- compete with the Celtics or the Bucks. Maybe again, we see what the Heat always do in the playoffs, right? I do. I agree with you that they're gonna still be in the play-in. Yes. They're not missing. They're not missing any of that. They're not. They're, they're not. <laughs> what if they do though? Huh? <laughs> If like they do, then the Raptors are going to be in, or someone, Brooklyn. or the, or Brooklyn is going to be in, and that's me crazy. Because I their schedule is tough, right? Because like this was their lineup today against the Warriors, and the Warriors are a decent team. We made a, we've talked about the Warriors in the last video, obviously, but this was their lineup: Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre, Paul Reed, Tyrese Maxey, Jaden Springer. Yeah, yeah. Nothing entices me really. Obviously, Maxey entices. Outside yeah. outside of that, like, <laughs> but Maxey ain't. He's just finally an all-star. Yeah. Embiid was like, you need to put three guys on him. Oh, obviously. You lose your big star, you're going to drop. So, I will not be surprised if they fall out of a playing spot. They're lucky they're in the East. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, but I'm going to... I will be surprised if they fall out of the East. If it was West, I'm like, I'll be predicting them they're going to fall out. What's the lowest you think they're going to go? Based on what I said. Huh? Based on what I said, what do you think is the lowest they're going to go? Uh, no, nothing lower than 10. But like, so where? 7, 8, 9? Okay, so you think the Hawks, that's Bulls, their, Magic, their floor. you all that's, go ahead of them? That's their floor. That's their floor, but like, where do you yeah. end up predicting? Predicting them? I'll probably say eight. Okay, so that's so you're going to say that means you're saying Heat will jump in and the Magic move to seven. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't have to be those two teams. It could be the teams below them. True. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I just think, listen, they might go on that Clipper run, remember? Uh, with Shea. <laughs> Speaking of the OKC video with Shea. Yeah. Like, you have a good coach. You're bound to do something. I believe in Nick Nurse and that. But also, this also sets you up bound to make a move, right? Like, try to add some guy, whoever comes available. You guys have to be in the top of the list now as well. Nick Nurse? E- even, even with Embiid, you're not winning a title, Nick right, Nurse, with this roster. Nick Nurse, coach of the year if they stay in a playoff spot. Uh, he's in the ca- he's going to be in the conversation, but he's not going to win it. In a playoff series, just to say they do make the playoffs and the beat does come back not hundred percent. Who do you take in a seven game series? Right now they're matched up with the Knicks. Uh I would probably take the Sixers if Embiid is playing. Even if he's like sixty, seventy percent. Yeah. Against that defense. The thing is this, man, Embiid the reason why Embiid sucks in the playoffs is because he's always hurt. And he's hurt again. And the thing <laughs> is he's hurt before. You know, but the thing is he he's pl- like uh He's coming off. The difference this year is coming back from an injury at the end of the day, right? He's going to play if you could feel like he could play. Whereas other times where he's freaking got hurt in the playoffs. So that, that's a difference as well. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Again, I, I agree with you that he won't fall out of the 10, but I won't be shocked. I won't be, surp- like, I won't be surprised if, he, if they do. Um, but we'll see, how, we'll see how that goes. All right, so we'll move on. We got an NBA trade. We got two trades. We missed one from last time. Oh, we did? did yeah, we? the Steven Adams one. It's going to be very quick, though. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. So, trade deadline, like we said, is today, literally. Where we should we sh- are we dropping this? What, what time do you think we're going to drop this? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. 12 PST? Latest, yeah. Okay, so that means the trade deadline should be done in one hour. <laughs> or it should be done by the time you get to this segment. Yeah. I think it, it ends at one. Depends on our time. We'll um, see. <laughs> so, a couple of trades have been made. Let's start off with the one that we missed. Which is just simple. I, th- I like it for the Rockets, but he, even though Steven Adams is injured, they get Steven Adams from the Grizzlies. 
Victor Oladipo once again traded, and I feel bad for this dude who's been just nonstop injuries. Yeah. After he figured out his career with Indiana. Um, three second rounders, two of them in 2024, one of them in 2025. Like I said, per Steven Adams, if I don't know what his contract status is at the moment, but if he is under contract next year still, and um, that's a good veteran piece with Fred and Dylan Brooks, which is clearly working out better than you thought it would be oh, yeah, in the offseason. For sure. And uh, yeah, Steven Adams is that guy who... He's a guy that the, I would have he's, loved he's the Thunder to get back if he was healthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Steven Adams, for me, is like he Joel, Jonas Valanciunas. I'm not saying they have the similar play style, but like they're they're quality bigs. They're they're gonna help your team, but they're not like anything like you know superstar level yeah. or like star level even. A next trade, um, Simone Fonticcio. I heard this guy's good. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch much of Jazz, but he's on the Jazz. He got traded to the Pistons, so sucks for him, I guess. For Kevin Knox, draft rights to Gabriel Procedo, second round pick of 2024. Nothing too much to say about this because I don't know I don't the players. Know. So we'll just say that happened on February 7th, so today. Um, Celtics, this is, a, I think, a good depth piece for them uh, to add depth in the front court. Grizzlies trade away Xavier Tillman for Lamar Stevens and two second round picks being 2027 and 2030. Yeah, Celtics, Tim again, fleeced in my opinion. I think Tillman oh, yeah. in they a always. good system. In a good, That's like, a he's a good ba backup option, at least depth oh, yeah. option at the minimum. Oh, yeah, he's a great depth option. Um, the last one is the Pistons traded away Monte Morris to the Timberwolves for Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., second round pick 2030. So this is, is, is it eye-opening deal? No, but it was just a deal that needed to be done for the Timberwolves to get, to get a backup big. And this Monte is, Morris thrived as a backup with yeah, the Nuggets and, and uh, struggled as a starter with the Wizards. Exactly. And, uh, this is what we think the Thunder to do for their big position as well, just you know, you don't have to do anything special, right? It's not like, at the end of the day, did the, Dumber, did the Timberwolves give up anything great? No. Exactly. And you could still get a quality backup piece. Yeah. So, so that's what we're preaching the Thunder to do for a backup big Again, as well. we're not going to go through the whole list again because we literally did the last episode. You guys should check that out. But a couple of names we did forget to mention. Your Raptors team um, has options. Dennis Schroeder, Bruce Brown, Chris, Chris Boucher, Boucher Those are and three. Gary Trent Jr., which Gary I think I still think you should re-sign him. Yeah, so, so there's those. If there are, those are the four for the Raptors. Or um, that so get keep rid an of. eye out on those names. Keep an eye out on Dejounte Murray. I think the trade talks with the Lakers have died down. Keep an eye out on the on the Lakers, Thunder, Pacers, and uh, Warriors and uh, Sixers, as well to see what they're gonna do. Um, there has been talks about you know um, Caruso, Drummond as well. So keep just keep it on. Those are the names I would say keep an eye on. But the one name you literally witnessed today was Miles Bridges. Oh, yeah. And he went out for 45. He's, again, his off-court off issues aside, because it's still going to be a tough thing to pick up as a team, um, you got to... He might be linked to the Suns. And because of the off-court off, uh, issues, they might be able to trade for him. Yeah. And a guy either starting with them or coming off that bench would be massive. Because at the end of the day, he, as a basketball player, strictly, because all the stuff, I think it's still alleged of what he has done, uh, He's a good. He's a baller. You literally oh, yeah. witnessed that today. Like he dropped forty-five. He's a good basketball player, and he's gonna help any, any team. As and a anyone who player. leaves the Hornets usually does better. Uh, that will obviously help too, yeah. as well. But yeah, so that's the NBA. Is it is it last year's trade deadline? No, but there's still yeah, some. Yeah, because at this point last year, I think Kevin Durant got traded like at this moment last year. Exactly. So yeah, there's nothing's lived to last year. So don't yeah. don't expect it as it's gonna be like last year. But expect some decent moves still. Yeah, there will be there will be some decent moves. Okay, let's move on. A uh, couple of quick ones to talk about. Do you want to go MLB or NHL? What sort of NHL? Uh, NHL. Uh, shout out first of all. We shout out Ajivan. We got a shout out our Punjabi brother here. Uh, Arshdi Baines. Again, Surrey, Surrey Zone. Undrafted player from the Bantam, by the way. And undrafted in the NHL. All-star for the uh, Abbotsford Canucks, which we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. He had to miss the skills challenge because of the weather. Uh, issue. I think that's what can they canceled one of the golf things as well. I remember listening to Halfner and Broff and he was pissed that the final day of golf was canceled. Yeah. Um, made it in time for the game though. Team Pacific, which is he, his team, obviously Abbotsford, won. He got MVP, scored the game-winning goal in the final game. Yeah. Um, Archie Band's incre incredible year. Um, Hopefully, he gets a call up for the Canucks. Yeah. Can he get a call up? It's probably not gonna be this year. Let's could be, be honest. still, just depending on the if the Canucks if, clinch if, early and stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah, it depends on that and also health. 
But if it is a health, it's going to be tough to say it's going to be this year just because um, everyone has been so good on the Canucks. So you're going to really drop I down really as well. I really want to see him mainly because he will be playing with the good players at a critical moment maybe if it is health issues. Like Linus Carlson has been being called up. I wish maybe the next time is R.S.G. Baines. Just because I want to see him play with NHL level players. I'm not saying he's going to be playing with oh, yeah, Petey well, and them. Yeah. But maybe like with... Um, Bro, he's going to play with Lafferty. Right. Yeah. He's been playing who's with a, a, who's a solid NHL player. A Hoaglander or whoever's on the fourth line. Yeah. yeah. Or Niels Omit Om- Oma. And if he yeah. pr- if he does well, talk it will probably boost him to to that line because Mikhail's on watch alert now. I guess like the dog watch alert. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Kuzmenko before now. It's Mikhail. Yeah, but well. yeah. So shout out to Archie Baines. Uh, hopefully we get to see you on the Vancouver yeah, Canucks. But if you are still in Abbotsford, please make the playoffs because we're trying to make the trip to Abbotsford to watch you. This oh yeah, year, right. Sure. I think it's been incredible, right? Yeah. Him. And we need to go. We need to go this year if they make the playoffs. It just like he he's, it's just like, is he gonna get called up? Is yeah. like he is he made it a conversation, right? Wait, yeah, yeah, and he's been doing that these last couple every, of years. Every every time they bring a Canucks or a prospect guy up or an AHL guy up, they, his name gets mentioned first. Oh yeah, he's been their most consistent player even over Paul Colson. Yeah, even last year he's been he, yeah, like and he took a next step. From yeah, he's year. he's elevated his game yeah. even more, which is incredible. And then obviously, like all those uh, prospect games you see in the preseason and all that stuff, everyone, every reporter says Archdeep Mains has impressed. Yeah. Um, second half of the Whitecaps game just started, so we'll see if he's on. Uh, anyways, NHL sticking with the Oilers. 16 game win streak has officially been snapped. It was one t- short to tie Mario Lemieux's Penguins from the 90s, I believe. 92, 92 93 season. Yeah. And uh, they lost. To the Vegas Golden Knights, three-one was a good game, and yeah, uh, maybe the All-Star break hurt them. The momentum, oh, for sure, up. for sure. A lot of people them. say because the schedule's easy, but here, I, I, I'm listen. I'm a Canucks fan. You're a Canucks fan. We're not gonna be biased. We know that the schedule is probably easier than normal, but winning 16 games in a row is still insane. Well, doesn't matter what le- it doesn't matter who you play, bro. I'm impressed if you a team wins like seven or eight. Yeah, right. 16 is just. On a whole new level, and uh, you gotta give credit where credit's due. They figured out their game, they revived their season. They're healthy. They're healthy, and uh, 16 games in a row is very impressive. Yeah. And uh, I'm just happy it broke at this. But rate. I'm As glad that fan. the first <laughs> round potentially it might be a Vegas Canucks need to finish first, no matter what. Oh, they have to. But yeah. seeing Vegas and uh, Ottawa first or um, Edmonton. Edmonton first round will be. Pretty fun. Oh, yeah. That's me the best Rematch series. Rematch again from last year. That's me the best series. Yeah. So... Doesn't even matter what happens anywhere else. That will be the best series. Yeah. For sure. So, that's that's the other side of thing. Canucks, Flames, new players made their debuts. Both players scored. Elias... Or, not Elias. Andre Kuzmenko, whose now poster has dropped from, <laughs> from Rogers Arena, is... Uh, his banner, sorry, is scored. And pretty nice goal. Uh, looks weird in red. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> it looks weird. Looks weird in red. Scores instantly. Right uh, right after that, a couple of minutes later in the first period, Elias Lindholm tips in not one, but two goals on the power yeah, play so and was a good fa- a key factor uh, just defensively overall. Elias Ooh. Lindholm is just that guy who's going to do everything for you. So that is why the trade went down. Elias Lindholm, net front presence in the power play, and now just pr- two tipping goals on the power play just added another element of uh, or another way this power pick can score well, with just shots on net just you know th- the fundamental way basically yeah and he, he fits that he fit him and PD could probably play more matchup now for sure because he, he couldn't do that with Kuzmenko and hopefully this gets Mikheyev going because it probably fits him more than and Kuzmenko yeah even does. even like we're not saying Mikheyev to be offensively like do your job defensively as well right because yeah. now with Lindholm you know Selkie conversations obviously PD's been in Selkie conversations the last couple of years now as a defensive game has proved a lot. Mikheyev, you brought in just to, for penalty kill and speed reasons as well, yeah. which is the main reason. Torn so this concerns us all. Oh yeah, and the only like this line right should match up well against any line. Like could be a shutdown line for a a top line against anyone else in the league, right? And it could be used as that line for sure. And it could also be used as it's going to be used as your one of your main offensive output lines as well. Yeah. Um. You mentioned Selke, uh, Greg Wyshynski. He released once again on ESPN the award watch, I believe. So you guys could check that out. We're not going to do spoilers. You could check it on your own time. I forgot to tell you it was out. Yeah. But uh, make sure you go <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Twitter more. But 
and uh, trade deadline for that uh, we already discussed the issues and pros and cons about it but the trade deadline will be in the beginning of March so still still a month away uh, let's end it off with the MLB uh, signings and I think it's signings no trades happen signings yeah uh, we'll start so off so off with the bat let's start off with the first one that I came on the timeline Bobby Witt Jr 11 year extension 288.7 million dollars with the Royals obviously deserved obviously risk free for Kansas City uh, well it's still ri- sorry risky for Kansas City but you do it early because Bobby Witt Jr has been good for the last year one of the two fastest years, guys in two the years last, last two years sorry like he's he's been up there he's the face of the franchise right now oh yeah 100% and uh, Bobby Witt Jr has been up there in steals he's been up there he's he's just a perfect lead off guy yeah he he's really a good lead off guy in my opinion, so there are four player opt outs. He could, he could honestly, like, I think he could bat a new in the lineup, but with his speed and stuff, I think he's good with his leadoff. <laughs> there are four player opt outs after years seven, eight, nine, and ten. I don't know, I just got excited for the signing. I know, <laughs> you know, lo- a lo- Bobby Wood Jr. is like, obviously, we don't watch much Kansas City, but when you watch when we, when Bobby Wood Jr., bro, he's incredible, and his highlights always pop up, so makes sense for him 100%. So, hopefully, they could turn their franchise around a little bit. And we'll see how it goes. Speaking of a potential guy who didn't, a guy who should have gotten a long-term extension, maybe in the past, but didn't. Vladdy won his arbitration case, which is uh, 19.9 million was his case. Uh, Blue Jays wanted to give him 18. He ended up winning it. Little surprised by that. Um, just have a good year this year because at this point we're the Blue Jays oh, are not making any we're moves. We're desperate. <laughs> we're not making as moves. fans. As fans, and I just we're hope very you guys desperate. are right that last year's a fluke, and that's about it. Um, you guys could check out our reaction last episode. We might drop a clip on it this week, so check that out as well. Um, the other news, uh, signing wise, was Clayton Kershaw, who we thought was no longer gonna be a Dodger, is returning uh, for one year, or bringing back to the club in 2024 with a player option for 2025. So it could be potentially two years. So he might be in a pitching staff with Otani next year, maybe. Yeah, but no. for now, it's him, Glasnow, uh, James Paxton, Walker Bueller. You got Dustin May. You got Yamamoto. And Yamamoto, that's who it was. <laughs> yeah, they so got they have options. Or whoever they have. And they potentially could have a Tawny the year out. Whatever pitcher you can name, they probably have. So All right, moving on. Astros extended Jose Altuve five-year, $125 million contract. Altuve was going to be a free agent. And, uh, yeah, um, Altuve is an Astro. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, where, where else are you going to see him? How old is he? Huh? I'm trying to see his age. Oh, he's in his 30s, bro. Yeah, because well, here's the reason. Here's the thing, right? The Astros... Um, the way they announced it, it literally says he will be an Astro for life. Yeah. So that I'm pretty sure that's this is yeah. This like is his last he's contract. old. Altuve is old. Yeah. So yeah. this will be his last contract. He's probably their greatest player, at least in our lifetime. Uh, I know in the past they had Roger Clemens, Roy Oswald, Lance Berkman, Craig Biggio, and all these guys. But obviously Altuve probably a Hall of Famer. Will we be up there with Craig Biggio? I mean, is 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 this like the way the MLB uh the baseball Hall of Fame works? <laughs> I can't guarantee Altuve being a true, but I I feel like he is. Two, I don't know. Two um, I get it. One of them was they, tainted. They always have, they they have uh, that name on their legacy. The, ba- the baseball Hall of Fame always finds a way <laughs> to make <laughs> finding a way not to put a cheaters in. I guess exactly, no, yeah, some way somehow. So yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer as a player. Oh yeah, I'll sure. I'll give it to him for sure. So we'll see how it goes, but he's obviously up there in the Houston Astros Hall of Fame for sure. Houston probably their best player ever. So we'll see. Um, outside of that, no other signings. I think they're saying Chapman is should be close. Uh, a couple of the other players should be close. We're about a couple of weeks away where players start to report. So, little surprise that Blake Snell doesn't have a job, especially him. That's the main one for me. Yeah, especially coming off a Cy Young uh, year. I understand that why the other he, Bellinger he, and... Um, he was a Cy Young. Exactly. <laughs> I understand why Bellinger and uh, Chapman don't have jobs yet because yeah. they have more risky contracts. I think Blake Snell, like I said last time, is asking for like nine years or something, and then the Yankees are the only ones to offer him six years, and it's like compared to the price, it will be six years, one fifty to nine years. Yeah, like there's no issue. With Snell is no issue with the the dollar value. It's the just problem the, is his it's age. The years. Yeah, so the issue yeah. is the years. Like yeah. dollar value, I'll pay Snell. Yeah. Right. I'll give him. I'll give him the thirty million, whatever he's asking for. Right. The issue is how long you want to pay him for. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I'll take <laughs> finish. Uh, not not Rodano MLB. Yeah. Very quickly, Teofimo Lopez fights tomorrow because usually Super Bowl week fights happen on a Thursday, so we probably will try to watch that tomorrow night or today tonight, I guess in this case. And um, I think that's the main one. Yeah, that's the only one that I could talk about. So outside of that, though. That wraps up everything. Bro. Yeah, that wraps up everything. I was thinking something about UFC, but no. I don't think there's anything. Yeah. 
So okay. that wraps up today's pod, guys. That wraps it up. Again, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. We're almost there at 400. I'll check right now if it's... We're, we're five away. We're five away. So please, by next episode, try to help us get there. Again, we've been dropping different types of content for you guys. We are, yep, five away still. Make sure you guys go check that OKC video out. OKC fans, you will enjoy it. I promise you that. OKC f- haters, I know there might be one on the comments right now that said... You will um, still enjoy it. You will still enjoy it to at least hate on it. But <laughs> outside of that, a lot of effort went into that video. Um, both of us, mainly him uh, as well with the editing. So make sure you guys tune in. We like the original. The support so far has been great. Make sure you guys continue that support. The Canucks video, the first ever video that we dropped about the Canucks is almost at 10,000 views as well. So we appreciate you guys once again. We could not do it this without you guys. Uh, keeping us motivated for sure. Um, keep an eye out on some other videos coming out this week. Um, that being said, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.